0: To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Ah. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Ah.
4: Yeah, just, just in the old time you want to plug those headphones in and be a part of the party, that'd be a good time show starts at 3.06 most days. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, <laughs> he almost, He Brad. almost dropped four fingers on his hand and displayed the one remaining to you. He almost did it. Y- you think so? He almost did it. There he is. Woo! We're here. I mean, you're in Studio X today, directly yep. across the glass from Borky, and you still can't be bothered to show up on time.
5: When am I not on time? win
4: well today that's once you're struggling too this well, this
6: is rebecca's headset and she is tiny compared to me and i got no room i'll figure it out how's everybody doing it's great to see everybody sports talk mississippi i'm brian hayden <laughs> tell us more <laughs> that's that's richard cross in oxford <laughs> cross for me is uh michael borky we are brought to you. go ahead i can't i can't get the no, no, carry on
4: this is good. <laughs>
6: We are here in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Yes.
4: Pearl River Resort. Go ahead. I'm telling you. Do what you, you, you want to take over. Of what? Uh, the sports book at Time Out Lounge. I get it? And you can visit them where? Online oh.
6: at? Online at prrofficial.com? No, 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 no.
4: That's the app. Pearlriverresort.com. Thanks for listening. All right. For some reason, I thought he was going to say, uh are the Pearl River Resort Studio. Check out favorites.com and go and to know, the hot I, I knew I was good on that. I was good on that. <laughs> Uh, Hey, Dad, if people would like to join us and be a part of the conversation, what is the best way for them to do that? They should hit up the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Feel free to compliment me on how well I'm doing with this headset if you're watching uh, at Supertalk TV. (laughs) And, And if you want to give your business the edge... Oh man! Now we're getting to the C Spire. Now i normally in an average show I've tuned you out at this point, and I'm not I'm not listening to you anymore until I hear my name. Well, you can get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business. It's backed by world class IT experts who live where you do, right here. Where? where? Hey, Dad. In Mississippi. C Spire country, you moron! They've been running the well, same, same ad thing. campaign. It's for the same things.
7: Saying. I mean,
4: their uh, headquarters is like. I can see it from here. So, yeah. Wonder if you were on top of the Washington Monument there? In I got to unplug here for a, a second. We got to do this here. You, you mean the the cell phone tower? Yeah. Yeah. Disguised? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see pretty far. <laughs> there, there's one. So I live in Madison, so therefore I can make fun of Madison. Uh, the, the pretentiousness is a little out of control when you try to hide a cell phone tower making it look like a tree. And it is 30 feet taller than all of the trees and shaped differently. You didn't disguise it by putting some fake branches on it. It just it
2: looks worse.
4: And it's the one on the way uh, like towards Reunion. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're, you're driving down 463 and you look to the left, you will see the tree that is supposed to be a cell phone tower. And... Yeah. It just looks ridiculous. Isn't just it actually, let it be a cell phone tower. Hold on, but but isn't it actually a cell phone tower that's supposed to look like a tree? Yeah, I said that backwards. It's a cell phone tower that's supposed to look like a tree. Right, but it does not look like a tree oh. because it's a gigantic cell phone tower. All right. Yeah, just, hey, somebody says the volume is off. What, what are we? No about? sound no, on no TV. No sound on television. Did I do something? Probably so. All I did was Don't plug in the headset. Touch anything. All had. I did was plug in the headset. I did nothing else. It's a location thing because he's here. And now now because that happened, I can't clip that with audio for tomorrow. Lame. Well, actually it'll be better though. Brian Haydad without, yeah. without audio, audio trying to figure out how to get his headset, headset yeah. will be better.
8: All right. Mm. It oh. should be
4: fixed that uh, fixed now though. Let's hope. It's dangerous when I do this, but sometimes I think and I was thinking <laughs> today. I was thinking. Yeah. I'm sure it would be fun for a little while to be a fan of a team like Alabama. Okay. Maybe Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Currently Georgia. But would it really? I mean, we can all say yes going into the season knowing that you are likely to win every game. Right. Or have a really good chance to. You will be favored in every game. And you really will only be tested about three times over the course of the season. And almost all of it at the end of the season. And almost all of it at the end of the year. It's kind of a boring lot in life, if you think about it. It is now, more fun. They, they don't have... I'm with you. because talked I've, about this, yeah.
9: Yeah. And and the, more,
4: the more I think about it, the more you're right. Because what's so great about the, the season, a football season... For most people, take the Saints for example. The Saints are hopefully going to play 17 games that matter. Every single Sunday will matter, and every single team that the Saints play can beat them. Every single one on the schedule. Every game will matter, and every game is losable, and every game is really cool when you win. How many losable games does Alabama have? Truly losable Football games do they have on their schedule? Three? Four? No more than three. Out of twelve. No more than three. So Yeah, I mean, you know, unlikely, but AM's losable. Unlikely, is. but LSU is losable. Auburn is a rivalry game, so that's always a possibility. Um I need to know more from Ole Miss before I put that into the losable category for Alabama. Not expecting them to lose, but is there a scenario where it could happen? I, I don't know what Ole Miss is going to look like right. by mid-November. I mean, do they race out to a seven and zero start, get a ton of confidence, win, you know, two of those next three, and then just sit there and you know? I, I don't know. I think probably that, not. I but, think but, that it would be. I fun to see more. It'd be fun to be a fan of a team like that for a few years for sure. But then, like, after year two or year three, what, what are we doing? Yeah. You, know, you, you have no joy. T Bob Bear talked about this. He's like, there's just, it, it, it's just like work. Like, you just show up and, okay, yeah. you know, I, put, I go through the paces, I go through what I'm supposed to go through, and then I, really there's get, the, a, I get a really nice paycheck at the end of the month. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The bonus at the end of the year is fantastic, but, you know, you take you lose the joy of college. What's the joy of Mississippi State if they beat Alabama this year? What is that like for Mississippi State fans? But Alabama fans beat Mississippi State, and they're just like, who cares? Yeah. We're supposed to. Yeah. When you talk about like, the playoff is all that matters, for the schools that are in the playoff, it's true. Yeah. And they have this fan mindset where, oh, we don't celebrate after wins because we're supposed to win. It's it's like they have built this like into their pride where, yeah, we don't celebrate wins because we're supposed to win, and that's why we're different. It's like, no, nah, you sound boring. Yeah. That sounds it's terrible. That's so boring. So here you go, Spire Text Line. It was fun being a fan of LSU in 2019. Do you need uh, Do you need something great? You knew something great was going to happen every game, right? Yes, absolutely. Being a fan of LSU in 2019 was fun, but part of the reason it was fun was because it's not like that every single year. I'm just kind of looking at the grid of, of SEC schedules and. Alabama goes into a year with a singular expectation, and that's to win a national championship. And anything short of that with this team that some people are calling the most talented Nick Saban has ever had, anything short of a national championship for Alabama fans this season will be a a disappointment. But just going alphabetically, Arkansas. And think about, okay, pretty big game against Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They think they're going to win it. They're favored. That's a losable game. Stakes are high right out of the gate. You've yeah. got to bring your A game. And when week they two, win, they're going to be pumped. They're going to be fired up. Week two, South Carolina, home SEC game. You get a break in week three against Missouri State. Then it's AM in Dallas. Then Alabama rolls into town. What what if Arkansas is 4-0? Right. When Alabama rolls into town. That's what we're talking about. That's what you want to have. And then a road trip to Mississippi State, if it doesn't go well against Alabama, you look at that and you're like, man, this is our opportunity to get right. We gotta play well, gotta go on the road, gotta go get it done on the road. And the week after that, holy cow, we got over the hump against Mississippi State, and now we gotta go to freaking Provo. You better be on point for that one. And then an open date and a road trip to Auburn and Liberty's not I mean, that's a you know, that's a better than average non conference game. And then LSU and Old Miss and Missouri. To, I mean, Arkansas, every single week outside of what? Week they've got ten three games against Missouri State? Yeah, they've got ten games that they can, you think, win anyway. They will be high in anticipation before the game. And if they win that game, it will be celebratory. Ten of those games. That is more fun than four or three of those games, regardless of what happens at the end of the season. You're saying Missouri State and Liberty, or not? Uh, yeah, I mean they, they should win the, both of those games comfortably. Yeah. So, and, and you don't like? You're not pumped up when you beat Missouri State, even though you know who the coach at Missouri State is, right? Yes. So there's a little spice on that one. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a little, a little extra little flair, juice in the a little cachet. Yeah, You want to embarrass that guy. Right. But that's not satisfying. It's more like closure. I feel like Auburn is going into this season with a feeling of despair. So, so if you're ranking the available feelings going into the year, excitement and hopefulness is number one, expecting to win every game is number two, and then despair kind of sucks. And and despair can border on apathy, and that's even worse. We'll be right back.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, call them at 601-605-4443. Look for delays on I-20 eastbound. An accident just past the Pearl exit. Also see it add uh, delays on Highway 80 eastbound there at South Fox Hall Road. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. Still have some localized flooding and low-lying areas, so do be careful. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers
8: at 601-353-5217. And- an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren where you get
10: simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
5: This is Dave Logan, Canon Nissan of Jackson.
1: What's new, Dave?
10: New Nissans are arriving daily. We are
5: now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody.
11: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi, a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than seventeen thousand locations, community outreach programs
12: ESI It's not if you're gonna have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESI Supply.net pads by the bundle or roll. ESI Supply.net Sockneck boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESI supplied.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
0: Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: c text line, I would trade in a heartbeat, would never get old talking about winning the way a team like Alabama does. And maybe you're right. I think most people, like if you're like, hey, do you want to be them or you? You'd say, well, I want to be them. But being them has its issues in the same way that being you has its issues. I think there's less excitement. Certainly less excitement more often. I guess what what you would say is. I'm, I'm willing to try it out for a year, see how it goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like that's like the person that's like, well, you really don't want to win the lottery. You don't want to win the, the Powerball when it's a big number because it just ruins people's lives. Eh, i will give it a go. going to test it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll try. You know what I'd really like to try? I'd really like to try to make an honest man out of Brian Haydad. I'm already married, Richard. I appreciate no, no, the offer. No, no, but... no. I mean, I mean, I mean by actually purchasing cross one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to try that. Yeah. and make an honest man out of Brian. Haydack. There we go. But alas, maybe not. Um, people love to talk about the differences between college football and the NFL, and people love to beat up on the. You know, you you lose some of the juice of the regular season. You expand the playoff. I, I think that's a I think that's a bad argument, but I understand the argument. But when people talk about the difference that, like you can go eight and eight in the NFL, nine and eight now, I guess. And still have a legit chance to go to the Super Bowl. It's happened. It has happened. Now Are there more meaningless games in the NFL? I don't know. The NFL's popularity seems to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there there, there are some teams and some games where they don't have the same amount of juice. But that's because it's it's bad teams, not because the games itself are bad. It's no different than you know when when Mississippi State plays East Tennessee State on November nineteenth. People really aren't going to be fired up about that game. Some will go. Regardless of what the record is, people aren't going to be that fired up about East Tennessee State the week before the Egg Bowl with all the other SEC games because it's East Tennessee State, no disrespect intended. The players on the field aren't even fired up for that They're not game. going to be fired up about it. They're going, Everybody's going to go through the motions. In the same way that if you play... Jacksonville in Week 17. They're really not that fired up about the game. Well, ask the Colts last year. The Colts went to Jacksonville and lost with the playoffs on the line, remember? Yeah. They they did. So even the Jags played their tails off in a meaningless game for them, and it ruined the Colts' season. Even that scenario still has something to it. Yeah, And part of that is... I mean, they're professionals. It's their job. you know. And, and if you go out there trying to to lose, people talk about tanking all the time. If you go out trying to do that, that's how people get hurt. That's it's, true. you, you got to be out there head on a swivel ready to play every down in the NFL or you're going to get hurt. I mean, when I say hurt, I'm not talking about a bruise. I'm talking about never walk again kind of hurt. you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. The players don't really allow tanking. I mean, Jacksonville last year, it would have been in their best interest to lose to the Colts. I bet you the front office wanted that loss. Players don't allow it. That's why I always roll my eyes when people say they don't try in the NFL. You don't watch the games. Even the Lions last year, if you watched them play, the players on the field gave maximum effort because these are guys that are like, hey, I got a year left on my deal. If I don't play well, I don't have a job next year. I don't get paid. I can't afford my home. That kind of stuff. That. Phenomenon still exists. And then to go back to the Saints, they played 17 meaningful football games last year. Not a good team. Played four different quarterbacks. It was a disaster injury-wise on offense. But every single week, something was on the line. Mm -hmm. Every single week of the season, they played a game that meant something. Every week. College football does not have enough of that. Speaking of the Saints, they have traded... How you guys doing over there? I just, how you I get doing it. over there? I Johnson get it. Gardner-Johnson is headed to Philly. I get it, but I Ooh. hate it. He was a guy I really enjoyed watching play. He was a guy, you know, obviously everybody remembers the, the, the photo of him staring down Tom Brady. I thought that was fantastic. But they weren't going to agree on a new contract,
6: and he was going to walk away for free next year. So get what you can. I haven't seen what the Saints got in the deal yet. I don't know if you've got that Borky, but they got something. And so that's better than
4: 2023 nothing. 5th round pick and the later uh the latter of their two sixth round picks in twenty twenty four. They didn't get a whole lot. Yeah. No. Um I mean three well, people, picks people one the fifth picks. and one sixth. Picks nowadays are, and this isn't Madden where everybody'll just get rid of a first round pick, no problem. You know, it, it, this is nowadays everybody holds on to picks like they're gold. So, I mean, you get a you can get a quality, quality football player like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson for just pennies on the dollar. It feels a fifth like. and a sixth. Yeah. They, they Why were, couldn't they come to an agreement on the contract? They were millions uh, apart, millions and millions of dollars apart. Next year, they have to re-sign Marcus Davenport and uh, Eric McCoy, and those are deemed as bigger deals that they had. They wanted to make sure they could get done. And Landry, if he plays well, they're going to want to lock him up yeah. longer. That's That's true, it, so, yeah. there's, and he's a slot corner. And slot corners, the, the league does not pay and value slot corners that much, and he wanted maximum money. And I, I think I saw reported he wanted over 12, and the Saints stopped at 8. Yeah. So he wanted $4 million more per year when he doesn't play the most valuable position. And there were some people that were like, well, why did they just – you know, let him play out his contract this year, keep him on the team, and get a compensatory pick. So it's at some point in the draft, apparently, they feared that he wouldn't try. That's interesting. The, the discussion we just had, right? That that he is not. He's an atypical example. That that in camp, it at least that's what somebody insinuated. Well, so he didn't sit out. He sat in. He sat in. And- but he'd sit on the side and watch stuff and do kind of some walkthrough stuff. But that changed on August 8th. He's been a full participant in camp since then. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not so sure I don't pull him aside and be like, look, man, you're going to go make a ton of money next year. Is this, uh, this what you want on tape? Loafing around? You want to go give 70% effort? and shred your knee because you're not playing as hard and as fast as everybody else on the field, you be our guest. You are not leaving this year. We drafted you. We own your rights. You can either lower your expectations for a contract, we'd love to have you, or you can go get that big contract next year. But this year you're going to be a New Orleans Saint.
6: I don't know. No? I just I like the idea of maybe just go
4: ahead and selling while you while you've still got value. And instead of you know, walking away and seeing what happens, this strikes right. me underplaying that they're playing the value of a fifth and a sixth a year and two years from now. No, it, no. Uh, there's not there's not much I there. I mean, you, you, you aren't underplaying it, but an extra fifth and an extra sixth becomes something you maybe you can package to get a third. Yeah, there's That's about, how you would look at it. There's value there, some value. Um, it, it tells me that they started shopping. And the rest of the league viewed it the same way they did, for the most part. That wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you draft capital. I'm gonna give you a player for a guy that's gonna ask me for money that I'm not gonna pay him. No thanks. And they started going down that road and realized that you know there's not that many teams out there that want to pay a slot corner twelve million dollars a year. And yeah. and Philly was one of the few buyers. But he and, thinks he's the best nickel corner in the uh, in the league, and he. he very well could be. I mean, he's quite good. There's no spinning it. He's he's a valuable player. And the thing True. is, he's a pest. He gets in people's heads. Mm-hmm. He is Pat Beverly with more skills. In a different sport. In a different sport. But it, that, that's what he does to offenses. He gets in people's heads. I mean, he, he is a terror. And then he'll go out and just play smothering coverage. He's the best of both worlds. It's, it stinks that he's gone. They're deep there, and they think they're fine there. They will miss him though. No doubt. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. If uh, if you can remember what it was like during football season a year ago, you may remember that on Tuesdays we look at lines and we take kind of a first glance at all the games that are coming up the 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 week that the Saturday is 5 days away. And that's what we're going to do this afternoon, and it'll be fun. So during the season, we go, Mondays, it's all looking back, right? It's how did it go for Ole Miss? How did it go for Mississippi State? How did it go for Southern Miss? What were the other college football games that were big? And that's what we're going to do on Mondays. Mondays. It's uh, it's going to be fun, too. <laughs> yes, yes, we will be with you on Labor Day Monday. Why? Because it is the first Monday Absolutely. after the first full weekend of the college football season, so you better believe we'll be with you on Monday. We provide labor on Labor Day. And then on Tuesday, we will start taking a look at uh, all that is coming up and do some high-level stuff and some snapshots of the games and what are we looking for. We'll do that with the SEC games and also some of the national games of interest This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Great to be with you on this Tuesday, the 30th of August.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
13: You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs.
14: I've got another good one for y'all today, our peanut, butter, and jelly dog.
13: Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fix-It, your local handyman just building a business.
3: Holy frickin' drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over
13: a million people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. American small business booms
3: on TikTok. Why trust Coleman-Taylor transmissions to repair your transmission?
15: We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair. Okay, So we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did. Well, the fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know, the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well. We kind of want to stick to that.
3: Call Coleman-Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com.
17: Hey, guys, under 35, are you getting a little thin on top? Sure, you can shave your head, but let's face it, unless you're built like a rock, bald really is not all that beautiful. Well, there's some good news. Today, losing your hair is a choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. So fight back. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
18: It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One of the issues State Senator Angela Turner Ford would like to see addressed in the 2023 legislative session is Medicaid expansion, which she believes would strengthen families.
14: And if we can't accomplish that for, I would say, the general public, certainly um, providing additional care for uh, maternal Medicaid recipients is, is something I would like to see as well.
18: The Senate moved to expand postpartum Medicaid benefits from 60 days to a year in 2022, but the plan died in the House. Mississippi is one of 12 states that hasn't expanded Medicaid access under the Affordable Care Act. And a Mississippi woman has pleaded guilty to charges of conspiracy, fraud, and bribery in connection with the Hines County Election Commission case. Sudy Jones-Teague is facing five counts of fraud and one count of bribery after her company received $118,000 in election grant money. Now, Jones Teak has agreed to testify against her co conspirators, which include Hines County Election Commissioner Tony Johnson.
3: From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today.
0: You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Can you believe this
14: guy? Who is this guy? It's
0: Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi.
14: I
15: like this guy.
0: Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm.
11: Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
0: sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
4: from coaches this afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and SuperTalk TV. The show is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford Online. Visit oxfordms.com. Uh, things get a little busy around here this uh, this weekend. You've already got students back, and so traffic has picked up and activities have picked up, and with home football, it goes to a whole nother level. Plus, you've got baseball tournament this weekend out at M Trade Park, so uh, plenty happening You can keep up with everything that is going on in and around Oxford at the website. Visit OxfordMS.com or by following their social media channels. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all at VisitOxfordMS. Here we go. Thursday night. Tennessee hosting Ball State. Tennessee is a 35-point favorite. Big number on Rocky Top on a Thursday night. I know they got to do it, but the SEC network promoting this game cracks me up. <laughs> it's like, guys, you can't sell anybody on this, okay? You can't do it. Did you say ball state? Yeah, no. Nobody's. Nope.
13: No, you know, it's just. It's the start of football. Yeah, and then it's Tennessee. So, you know.
4: Don't you think by putting Tennessee on SEC Network on Thursday night, they kind of maximize their opportunity to draw an audience? Yeah. I mean, other other than that, because you're obviously not going to put Florida there, right? And Georgia, well, not against Utah. Not against Utah that's what I'm saying. You're not going to put Georgia, Oregon there. Alabama is the only other one, and my guess is they would shut down ever playing on a Thursday quicker than you can possibly imagine. I agree with that completely. No. You want us to do what? No. Uh, no chance they would do. that. No. Yeah. I'm sorry, you so, get the wrong number. Tennessee's Click. your Tennessee's your best bet there. Uh Ball State went 6 and 7 last year. They uh who did they beat who did, who did Ball State beat? Uh, they beat Western Illinois. Actually, but, let's do who did they lose to. They lost to Penn State. They lost to Wyoming by Three, third, four and a half touchdowns. So the question is, are you laying 35? No, nor will I watch a snap. Oh, you'll watch a snap. No, there's other games that day. Uh, I mean, there
6: is the backyard brawl, but
4: yeah. 45-14 is not a cover.
6: Yeah, yeah. I mean, 35 is such a big number. Who? Did,
4: Tennessee last year had a big number in their first game. And I was pretty sure they wouldn't cover it, and they did. I'm but pre- wasn't it late? They, well, I mean, late covers pay the same when you go to the pay window. You're they, right. They don't. They don't. They don't ask you now. What time did that happen? Let's see. Last year, their first game. Yeah, it was Bowling Green, and they won thirty-eight to six. I want to say they were like a, a thirty or like a twenty-eight point favorite in that game.
0: So, so they, you're gonna say like
4: thirty-one? <laughs> if it had been thirty-one, then it still covers. So.
8: Did we what? know that
4: Louisiana Tech was at Missouri I did. on Thursday night? I did, but but I we just did a pick segment on the podcast yesterday, so that's part of the reason I knew that. But that means that I will take ten. I would take Tennessee. I would, I would
6: give the points. That offense, the way they're going to run, I feel like. I mean, they'll probably put fifty up.
4: Question is, are they going to keep ball
6: state? Well, they have to keep them under, completely out of the inside? zone. You know, well, I mean, if they can score fifty two and
4: you know keeping this you know yes routine. i understand the math but you you get what do i do you say. yes yeah i, I, I do I, i'm not sure uh louisiana tech is a 19 and a half point underdog in columbia missouri on thursday night man is there anything that screams great atmosphere quite like missouri on a thursday night yeah uh won't watch this one either those rocks will be rocking ESPNU. <laughs> Yeah, not, not touch it. I, I I will not put this game on a look at the scores, but back up all in Penn State and Purdue. You'll flip
6: to it for a second. You'll get, I, you'll get I won't caught even turn in a it commercial on. triangle of the other games. You're like, <laughs> well, I'll just see what's happening.
4: And then that will be in a commercial too. Nah, I really hate myself.
6: So La, La Tech was, what, 3-9 and nine last year. Not great, but when I
4: mean, they came to State and only lost by one, they were competitive in some games. 20 points for a 6-7 and seven Missouri team? I thought I,
6: I, I I might take those points.
4: Breaking in a new quarterback?
6: Yeah. What do I like about Missouri? What, what, what makes me think they're just going to beat somebody by three touchdowns?
4: Sam Houston State is at Texas A&M. No line on this one. There will be. They just won't post oh, it until sure. like 24 it's giving hours. a lot of respect to Sam Houston State. It's probably going to be a pick if I uh, Hey, know. Haynes King has two starts in his career. One, he got hurt in the first quarter of a game at Colorado. The other was against Kent State, and he threw three interceptions. So that's all I so, got for this so game. So like A&M's going to be like a 34-and-a-half point favorite? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe even, even higher. Maybe more. 39 Yeah, could see a four as the first number. Could see a forty-one and a half. Ooh, and they should cover Oregon and Georgia. Borky, you have written down here eleven. I am looking at Georgia as a seventeen-point favorite. That is a big number against a not terrible team. I see what, what. what, what my I may had. have mistyped. Seventeen is what I seventeen. Got to yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, that is—it's a lot of points against a lot Oregon. Of points. Oh, I mean, Oregon's decent at the line of scrimmage, and Georgia's got a lot of new, a lot of new this year for Georgia. I mean, 28-13 thirteen doesn't cover it. 31-13 just barely covers it. And I'm trying to think in terms of scores because I don't think Oregon's going to score a ton of points on Georgia. But I mean, I mean how 3417, Georgia could look really good and push there. That's a push, yeah. That's a dangerous line. My advice would be to stay away. If you made me bet, I would probably take the points. Fayetteville, Arkansas, Razorbacks, six point home favorite against Cincinnati, two thirty kickoff on ESPN. I love with a capital L O V E love Arkansas. Love it. Uh, lo- locking in six right now feels like stealing
6: hmm. I mean Arkansas winning by a touchdown a minimum of a touchdown feels very fair
4: Cincinnati replaced basically every impactful player yeah replaces basically every impactful player from last year's team and Arkansas's got a lot back the, the Arkansass gonna be good up front on the offensive line they're gonna be good. Big old question mark on the other side of the ball up front. Yeah. They might give up some points in this game, but they got to answer questions. They'll win by more than six. Give the points. 31-21? That sounds like a good Arkansas score when they're not playing Ole Miss. Yeah. Troy and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is laying 21 and a half. (sighs) Talk about, again, a whole lot of new, right? Yeah. My, my, they should be about three touchdowns or more better than Troy. If they're they not, should.
6: then well, yeah. But I mean, th-
4: th- Troy is a program that what four years ago, five years ago, went to Tiger Stadium and won. They've played they competitive did. games against teams. But that being said, I, I I think Ole Miss will cover this. I mean, if you told me that Ole Miss won forty-two to twenty or thirty-eight to to fourteen, I, I, I'll buy that. Then we get into the Saturday night window. Utah and Florida. Utah is the favorite on the road in the swamp. They're a three-point favorite. I said this a month ago, and I'm going to say it again right now. I think I like Florida. Everything about this game points to Utah being the better team. Like, maybe by a lot. And if that's the case, why is Utah only a three-point favorite? That is a sucker line. It feels like a sucker line. It looks like a sucker line. You're going to tell me an SEC team at home on a Saturday night in a non-conference game is getting points? Either Florida wins this game, wrong team favored, or they get beat by a lot. I lean towards that one. I lean towards the latter. I think Utah's going to go in there and push Florida around a little bit. I think Florida's – Utah is the one team, maybe in the country, definitely in the Pac-12, that can match SEC physicality. They're going to go in there. They're going to run the ball. They're going to push Florida around a little bit. And they're 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 going to win by easily a touchdown, maybe more, probably more. When you say
11: easily Ooh, a like touchdown,
4: that. probably more, maybe more, mm-hmm. does that mean you're going to easily open the door to your car and cruise on down to the sports book at Timeout Lounge? And we'll see. Dro- drop a Benji or two on that one. Yeah, if, if I have to, if I if I go there on my way back, we'll see. Yeah. Of all the games we've talked about, is that the one that you most likely would go with? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know which one is, but no, no. He no. says we don't have a number. Maybe Lottech on Elon and Vanderbilt yet, but I bet it's a big one because Vandy can flat score. Vandy number one, number one team in the nation, number one offense in the country, no doubt. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll look at the rest of these when we come back. I
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you there in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. For the most part, still looking pretty good. We do have some congestion due to heavy rain in the 220 north and southbound area of Highway 49. Elsewhere, things seem to be going pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217.
3: The Braves host the Chicago Cubs affiliate Tennessee Smokies August 30th through September 4th at Trustmark Park. Join us for Bark in the Park and Dollar Hot Dogs all game long on Tuesday. Then First Responders Wednesday. Truck Works Thursday Thursday. Friday the first 500 kids 14 and under will get a free back to school backpack courtesy of the Mississippi State Department of Health Office of Tobacco Control. On Saturday it's post game Delta Blues theme fireworks presented by Rich Pro Truck. Followed by a Labor Day fireworks show presented by Patriot Roofing. After the 6.05 p.m. series finale on Sunday night. Tickets Mississippi Braves.
20: When you choose roto you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original RotoRooter rooter 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
6: Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name and a winkle and trebles down the
8: drain Roto-Rooter
9: Three. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Supertalk Jackson. Call me, Mason Erby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
21: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
3: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better faster.
7: This is Jake Mangum, player for the Newark Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I travel a lot, but no place feels like home. Our houses and our cars are where we spend a lot of our time. That's why a home and auto insurance bundle from Farm Bureau makes so much sense. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard
0: Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. The Sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi.
4: no line on Elon and Vanderbilt'll be one of those like day of night before pop-up lines yeah same thing for Mercer and Auburn nothing on that one yet there is a line on Miami of Ohio at Kentucky and Kentucky is favored by 16 and a half I need to know more. I don't know what Miami of Ohio was a year ago, because that seems really low to me. Like I, I feel like Kentucky should be favored. especially with Kentucky having the second coming at quarterback, right? right? Of course, of course. I mean, future number one overall pick Will right. Levis is, of course, quarterbacking. Miami of Ohio was seven and six last year, with losses to three and nine Ohio uh 7 and 7 kent state and i mean yeah I, I, give me kentucky there i'll give the points I, I i want to contrast that okay because that does not just make a whole lot of sense to me i feel like kentucky should be a bigger favorite there than they are and mississippi state is a 15 and a half point favorite Mm-hmm. against Memphis. I feel like Memphis is a better team than Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mississippi State That's is the in the same general, huh? I was going to say the next question. Do you feel like Mississippi State is better than Kentucky? I think they're in the same general ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I know most people don't think that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm not talking about where we are, but I'm talking about like Nash. most people, college football writ large. Yeah. Don't think that Mississippi State and Kentucky are the same, but I, I I kinda I kinda think they're in the same general neighborhood. Yeah. And so but but that's more about questioning the Kentucky line than it is the Mississippi State line. So you think do you think the Kentucky line should be lower? No, I mean, I think if Kentucky is as good as so many people think they are, that's one that should be like 22 or 23. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it should be much higher. Yeah. But at 16.5, I would be willing to give those points. No problem.
15: Yeah.
4: What about Mississippi State and Memphis? 15.5.
6: Went back, and uh, I, I was looking at last year's game, and. I mean, State handed Memphis fourteen points. Just handed it to them. They, mm-hmm. they fumbled the, foot, the football on the
3: first
4: drive of the game. Seven points, and then you have the punt return. So
6: State only gave up two hundred and forty-six yards of offense in that game, and and had almost five hundred yards themselves. If State plays clean, they should cover this. If State doesn't make mistakes, they should cover this.
4: Relatively, you that relatively easily, I think. I think so. I, I think my uh, my score prediction was 38-17 uh, that I made last week. I think that's what do I It was 38-17 or 35-17, which would be a cover here. Yeah. I, I don't see how Memphis is going to score. And 17 is, is high for that. I'm the other side take, of that. But I don't know how Memphis is going to stop Mississippi State. Last year, again, you go back and watch that game. Mississippi State stopped Mississippi State. They turned the ball over. They had a goal line uh,
6: series where they were at the two and couldn't punch it in, and didn't go for a field goal. They missed another field goal. They just, they just completely took themselves out of the game. Yeah. If
4: Mississippi State is taking a step forward this year, mm-hmm. you believe they're taking a step forward? That's mm-hmm. got to change. They, they beat yeah. themselves yeah. more than once last year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Now, I, I'm not saying the outcome of the Egg Bowl is different, but Mississippi State gave Ole Miss some things. The game ended in that series where they dropped three touchdown passes and missed a field goal. It was over at that point. Yes. there's no coming back from that. Yes. No, it wouldn't have counted as three touchdowns. It only would have counted as one touchdown. <laughs> but it was three what, opportunities what that? at a touchdown. It would have been a and, blowout and, like,
6: win for the Bulldogs if all three of those were touchdowns.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was three opportunities for Mississippi State to score a touchdown, and Mississippi State finished second in all three of those opportunities. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Sure. They finished second place three times in yeah. a row on do you win or do you lose on this the Second
19: place, not bad. How many were there? Two. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: It's kind of big number for Bama, 41 and a half I mean, against I, Utah State. Utah State is probably like the best opponent they've played in one of these kind of giveaway games in a long time. Utah State's a decent football program. Blake Anderson is a good football coach. That said, Alabama will probably cover. If I told you Alabama led this game thirty-eight to three at the half, and won it forty-five to three, would that surprise you? No, no. Saban knows how to tap the brakes. He knows how and, to do it. And oh, by the way, do you know what 45 to 3 is? A cover. Bingo. Yeah. South Carolina is a 12 and a half point favorite against Georgia State. LSU on Sunday night is a three point favorite against Florida State. That's one that I like. You should. Sports Talk, Mississippi. One hour in the books. More coming up with you. We'll hear from the coaches in the four o'clock hour.
0: man in
18: Mississippi. Powered by your
0: street professionals
22: Supertalk, at Perone Street 601 345 Fox News, I'm Rich Denison. President Biden is in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, again urging Congress to take more steps to combat gun violence. When it comes to public safety in this nation, the answer is not defund the police, it's fund the police. The president says more police officers need to be hired across the country in order to build public trust. First Lady Jill Biden is back in Washington after a second isolation for COVID-19. She first tested positive for COVID on
3: August 15th while on vacation in South Carolina. She was treated with
22: Paxlovid, which has been attributed to rebound cases several days after a negative test. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. The Navy's East based Fifth Fleet says Iran's Revolutionary Guard seized an American sea drone in the Persian Gulf but cut the drone loose as a U.S. warship and a helicopter approached. America's listening to Fox News.
0: Your window tint headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to
5: autotrimdesigns.com. This is Dave Logan, Canon Nissan of Jackson.
1: What's new, Dave?
5: New Nissans arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitors' prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody.
11: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi, a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than seventeen thousand locations, community outreach programs. And quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at MagnoliaHealthPlan.com/benefits.
23: I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi Agricultural Commissioner Andy Gibson has asked his staff to coordinate use of State Fairgrounds' well water system with the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency to assist agencies, schools, and businesses that have closed due to Jackson's water crisis. According to Gibson, his department is willing to help in any way needed by MEMA. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the drinking water supply in Jackson. The declaration was made on Monday morning upon discovery that there was an insufficient number of operators and maintenance staff at J. H. Huell and O. B. Curtis water treatment plants, as well as low levels of water combined with low water pressure and imp- impacting proper sanitation. The order instructs the City of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and contractors attempt to remedy the situation. The Department of Health is currently currently working with Mema to identify water distribution sites across the capital city.
19: Hey Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun, more often. That's right, my little Buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing Cash 3 and Cash 4 twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the Fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play Cash 3 and Cash 4. More ways to win with Fireball. Ah, sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all.
3: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700.
12: This is day two of Safety Digging Class. Why call 811? Do you see this picture? Yeah, it's a dog house. No, it's where my wife and I live because I failed to call 811, hit a gas line, and blew up my house.
3: Ah, one of them tiny, tiny houses. Is it roomy? <laughs> Next
13: question Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do.
23: A $500,000 grant has been given to the Mississippi State Fire Academy through the Assistance to Firefighters grant to meet the needs of fire departments and non-affiliated emergency medical service organizations. More specifically, the funds will be used to purchase a medium-duty fire rescue truck. The truck will aid in training firefighters and first responders on standard operating procedures, training simulations, and scenario-based training evolutions while teaching fire suppression, fire and rescue training, fire brigades, and other emergency services. In other news, college football is kicking off in Mississippi in just a few days, and Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach said this is the most confidence he's had in a team heading into a season since he's been the team's head coach.
15: Accurate, you know, we're not a real old team yet, uh, but we are an experienced team. You know, we've got uh, a number of guys that have started for two years, so I think they're bound to improve.
23: You've been listening to Super Talk Mississippi News.
5: Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best, U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
0: Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts
4: all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six till nine gallo show
0: we'll start your day the informed way super talk mississippi 97.3 now back to sports talk mississippi say
12: that again
23: please say
12: it. now back to sports talk mississippi sorry poorly timed joke completely inappropriate <laughs> on super talk mississippi
4: Just after 4 o'clock, Sports Talk Mississippi, Tuesday afternoon, 30th of August. Tomorrow, we will put a bow on the month of August. And when I say we, I mean Michael Borky. hey Dad is going to be out tomorrow. I will be as well. Um, I'll be in Orlando, not a Disney trip. Got uh, Got a work assignment on Thursday night with UCF on television. So, kind of excited about that. Yeah. I found out this afternoon that game was sold out. Wow! I, I don't know what I expected, but I don't think I expected to hear sellout for South Carolina State and UCF on Thursday night. But uh, hey, bounce house cool. be bouncing. Maybe so. It's a power five school now. They got to start acting like That's it. That's right. That's right there, you go. we have been acting like it for a while, though. But be sure to tune in tomorrow for the Michael Borky NIL college football expansion <laughs> conference realignment three-hour <laughs> extravaganza. <laughs> he tried to stay stone-faced, telling you, on "I that, got him but he to smile, him to crack a smile." I got him to smile. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that derision probably should be pointed more toward me than him. I'm happy to deride you at any possible opportunity. So. Very well. Take Fair the enough. derision. Take it. Uh Sports Talk Mississippi, you want to be a part of the conversation? Join us. Don't tune out, hey dad. Stick, stick with this on the Ceasefire text line at What? 601-879-4395. You can't do this. This is
6: not how the show works. That is the number. That's I got I'll do I do that on my show. You you do that on this show.
4: If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. I do know that. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash Bark. Woof. <laughs> you woofed. I swear, I'm not making this up. I got a Hail State out of Will East earlier today. Really? I'm telling you. Things are turning around in this state. People did you find, bark when he did that? No, no. I just I just liked I asked if anybody was recording. Mm. So thing, thing, ever since Thunder and Lightning Live happened, this state's turning maroon. Yeah, and then they play a football game on Saturday. Hey. Hey That wasn't very nice. <laughs> Michael Borke, you know the answer to this. Hey, Dad, to you. What happened on August 29th, 2001? 29th. <laughs> no idea. All he has to do is scroll down a little bit. I know, I know, I know. Uh. I knew I was going to get you, Borky. I knew I was going to get your blood pressure up, but he couldn't answer that question. I got to scroll Here. down quite a bit. Where is it? Serena Williams. Won a match at the U.S. Open. Hey, just quit, quit looking and just listen. This is. I'm great. listening. This is great. August 29, 2001. Serena wins a match at the U.S. Open. Albert Pujols hits a home run. Vlad Guerrero, Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette all record a base hit. In their Major League Baseball games that night. Fast forward to August 29th, 2022. That is last night. After trailing early, Serena Williams won a match at the U.S. Open 6-3, 6-3. By the way, probably her last U.S. Open, like, it's her last U.S. Open. Yeah. Stars were out big time for Serena's match last night. Yeah. The ageless one, the 42-year-old Albert Pujols, hit his 694th career home run. He is six shy of 700. And he set a record at 450 different pitchers off of which he is homered. That's crazy. He was tied with Barry Bonds at 449 prior to last night. And Vlad Guerrero... Junior and Kevin Vigio and Bobaschett all recorded a hit in a Major League Baseball game last night. That is a cool stat. Very arcane. Is that courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info, or did you it, it, dig that up all on your own, Michael? It, it is not ESPN Stats and Info, but it, that's just. The longevity of the two of them to to express that is, is mind-blowing. I mean, our audience is probably not the biggest tennis fans on earth, and so they probably weren't locked into Serena's, what people thought might be her final match. Apparently her next one will be her final match because they expect her to lose either way. I didn't watch it either. But that is one of, if not the greatest in the history of that sport, hanging it up. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Clinton was sitting next to Dr. Ruth at that match last night. I saw a tweet about that, and like somebody asked a good question: How old do you have to be to know the cultural significance of Dr. Ruth? You and I do, Borky. Do you know what she is famous for? I he's googling it. Never mind. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, that's. You better be careful googling that. To be totally honest with you, <laughs> you can get in trouble.
8: The jump oh, they of had write them some interesting conversations. Yes,
4: yes. Richard, I hadn't thought about this. By the way, somebody, uh, Chris and Tupelo on the text line. You get to broadcast John Rice Plumley's first start for UCF. I do. I had not even considered that. Yeah, familiar face. Familiar face for him. Yeah, honestly, in a game that probably doesn't grab the attention of a whole lot of fans of teams. Not named UCF in South Carolina mm-hmm. State. There's some pretty good storylines. The Madison Housewife demographic is all over it. Good, good. Always appreciate watchers and listeners wherever they may be. Uh, so yeah, I mean John Rice Plumley making his yeah. debut year two for Gus Malzahn. That was a nine win team a year ago. They beat Florida in the bowl game. South Carolina State beat Jackson State. Had a um, had a had a That's good right. conversation yeah. with uh, with Buddy Pugh who is the head coach at South Carolina State earlier today, and I'm, I'm assuming we don't have just a whole lot of overlap in the audience of who's listening to us right now and, and will be watching that game on Thursday night. Maybe a little bit, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, begrudgingly is not the right word. It, it was really interesting. Buddy Pugh an uh, older guy. He's kind of an old-school coach. Uh, he's been at South Carolina State for a couple of decades, and he said... I'm not really a guy that normally heaps a lot of accolades on other men, but we owe a lot to Dion and what he has brought to HBCU football. And I thought the way he, again, it wasn't like, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's, it was one of those, I'm not in the business of propping up other teams for what they're doing well. Right. But all of us in HBCU football owe a debt of gratitude to the attention that Dion Sanders, Coach Prime, has brought to a level of football that largely had been left behind and forgotten outside of a couple of days out of the year and outside of its most ardent supporters. Like, HBCU football is always going to have fans. It's always going to be a big deal in the state of Mississippi because of Jackson State, with or without Deion Sanders. And Jackson State led the country in attendance pre-Deion Sanders, and last year they averaged like forty five, forty eight thousand 48,000 a game and had, what, two or three games with over 50,000 fans. So it's always going to be a big deal here. But nationally, people are paying more attention. ESPN put a spotlight on HBCU football last weekend. Yeah. With the uh, with the game in Atlanta between uh, Alabama State and Pamu, no, 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 Pamu was in in Carolina. That's yeah. right. Because Alabama State and Howard. That's right. Um, so it was kind of it was an interesting conversation. Interesting show, perspective. Just goes to show every game has got something that if you want to find something to, to latch on to. You can't. Mm-hmm. Every game has it. We didn't get to the non-SEC games yet. I don't know if you saw that North Carolina is only a one-and-a-half point favorite at Appalachian State. Here's the second stat of the day for you. Stat of day number two. There are 21 fifth- or sixth-year seniors on Appalachian <coughs> State's two-deep. Most of them, the overwhelming majority of them, are starters. Twenty-one fifth- or sixth-year seniors on Appalachian State's two-deep. Are they going to win? They ain't going to be scared of nobody. I think they're going to win. When North Carolina comes to town. I'm talking, those are a mm-hmm. bunch I'm talking
6: of, myself into them winning.
4: Those are a bunch of dudes that have played a bunch of football, and good football, too. Virginia Tech, only a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at Old Dominion. NC State, double-digit favorite at East Carolina. That could be an upset alert right there. That game, that that, that is, both the North Carolina big teams are 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 in trouble. Sports Talk Mississippi, when we come back, let's hear from Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss head coach, his press conference from yesterday in advance of week number one against Troy.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you they're in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. For the most part, still looking pretty good. We do have some congestion due to heavy rain in the 220 north and southbound area of Highway 49. Elsewhere, things seem to be going pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217.
14: Care is their middle name, and Car Care Clinic provides a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders on Thursday. Car Care Clinic is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. They're an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics and offers services like brakes, alignment, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, and tires, and a 28-point full-service oil change. All while you stay in your vehicle. Let Car Care Clinic do all that hard work for you while you sit back and relax. In fact, Car Care Clinic have been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. That's cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule.
17: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your of
9: I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Supertalk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
3: Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to See regular updates on the Black Label Bridge
12: Builders.
22: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: Sports Talk Mississippi. Ah! Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How
5: do you like that? I love
8: it.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: Well, I
4: told you a story. I said that we were going to play the Lane Kiffin audio right now. We will uh, we will try that again coming up in uh, in just a little bit, Borky. If you get the echo situation figured out, we can uh, we can go ahead and play Will Hall. We need to do that. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thanks, as always, for being with us. You can be a part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Uh, NFL teams trying to get their rosters right, and so they are making cuts all over the place. 32 teams downsizing from 80 players to 53 players, and it had to be done by 3 o'clock this afternoon, setting their initial regular season rosters and parting with hundreds of players in the process. It's not always a straightforward process. Here are some of the highlights. The Texans have cut Marlon Mack. Okay, This one kind of jumped out at me. The Raiders have cut Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama was taken in the first round last year. Mm-hmm. He was the 17th overall pick of the 2021 draft, and he just got cut. Started at tackle for the Raiders. That didn't work out so well, so they moved him inside the guard. He gave up eight sacks and allowed 65 pressures as a rookie and now he's looking for a fresh start. You're talking about a guy that was a unanimous first team All-American and won the Outland Trophy as the best interior lineman in all of college football. And he got cut after a year. I saw a tweet just a few minutes ago. The Raiders, their last six first-rounders, they've cut the the, the, the last 3 and the previous 3 they declined their fifth-year options on. Mm. That's not how that's not how winning football is made. It's not how it's supposed to work in your draft process. Josh Rosen was cut by the Browns. Despite Deshaun Watson being suspended for 11 games, it has never quite worked out. Entering his fourth season with his sixth different team, the Browns are the most recent to move on from Josh Rosen. We um, saw the news earlier today that Jacksonville had, uh, had cut Laquan Treadwell, which is a bummer. He actually had a pretty good camp. Caught a touchdown pass in their last, um, in their last, uh, preseason game. See if he lands somewhere else. Hit a little bit of almost flavor on that Jacksonville team with Snoop Connor mm-hmm. and Evan Ingram. Yeah. The Bills have cut tight end OJ Howard. Howard signed a one year deal with more than, uh, worth, uh, with more than $3 million of Buffalo this offseason, but is not going to make the roster. 15 touchdowns on 119 catches, almost 1,800 yards over his first five NFL seasons with Tampa Bay, but just 25 catches in 21 games over the last two former first-round pick. That was in 2017, of course, out of Alabama. The Chiefs have cut Josh Gordon, released after catching one pass in the preseason. Sonny Michelle has been cut by the Dolphins. Um uh, talking about Treadwell, former first-rounder with the Vikings, released after catching 33 passes for 434 yards in Jacksonville last year. Last season was his best year in the NFL. But just five career touchdown receptions in 70 games for Laquan Treadwell. Somebody's going to pick him up, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just a valuable guy to have on the bench. you you can do a lot worse than Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. So those are just some of the uh, cuts happening uh, today in the NFL as uh, teams trim those rosters, trying to get them down to uh, to 53. All right, we're going to hear from all three coaches. We'll try again with Lane Kiffin coming up in just a couple of minutes. Let's see if we can go to Hattiesburg now and hear from Will Hall. He had his meeting with the media yesterday as well.
24: Alright, really good day. Put the pads back on today. Got some yep. great inside drill work. Saw the pads popping. Worked with our young guys. Uh, and then we got some great kickoff return work. Thought it was really physical. And then our punt was really physical today. Saw great, uh, great stuff from our shield and our punt being physical, keeping it off the punter and uh, protecting those guys. Thought we took a big step forward right there with those guys. Not that we've been bad, but it was just great to see people knocking the crap out of each other. And, uh, you know, some young guys that keep coming on. You know, D.J. Burgess flashes a lot with our young group. You know, Davis Dalton, Ty Mems, Cam Knox is another young guy that's going to be a really good player for us. And he's got some older guys that are great players in front of him. There's going to come a day where everybody's a Southern Miss fan, knows who Cam Knox. He, man, he is, he is, he's got it. He's going to be a good one. So uh, with that, will open it up season, just, what's the feeling right now for you? Yeah, just continued improvement, you know, Andrew, we just, like I said, man, we're a team that's going to be much better in December than we are right now, we don't want to waste any days, uh, you can see our young guys, I just talked about a lot of them that are getting better every day, uh, the more we play football, the better we get at it, and uh, just continued improvement, uh, we'll go our mock game tomorrow, and uh, we'll take Sunday off, we'll come back and continue working on Liberty, and we'll be a really, really prepared football team going that because this is Take everybody, okay? Everybody in the whole Pine Belt area to pull this one off. I you at a point where you feel you could name a number of guys that feel comfortable along the offensive line you could run out there next
17: Saturday. Yeah, I think
24: so. You know, I think we're at that point where we kind of know who we can count on and who we can't at this point. You know, you're at the point where you're, once you get through uh, a competition Tuesday, you know, once Wednesday comes, we call it Workday Wednesday because everybody's roles are defined. It's time to work towards the game plan. And, uh, you know, this has kind of been a two-week preparation for a game. we got one more competition Tuesday, so if you guys could have, we'll have the opportunity to emerge. Right now, we feel like we kind of know who we can count on, who we can't. Free at right now? I think we're good, you know. I mean, it's football, it's two a days. Uh, We've protected a lot of guys that are banged up, you know. Uh, I don't know anybody that we thought would start in game one that's not going to start in game one outside of Hayes Maples, you know, but he, he's been gone since, since this summer. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we're at a good place. I mean now if we had to play tomorrow all hands would would be on deck. Well now that you're getting ready to go into go into a game we're
4: curious you know, throughout the summer, where you've kind of felt the, the strongest impact
10: of the increased depth
24: that you've had the Yeah, on the line of scrimmage, you know, that's the biggest place we're different for all you guys. I mean, y'all, you guys probably can see it that we're here last year. I mean, you know, we look like a college football team on the O and D lines, but we look like a good 2A team at times last year. You know, we were ready to play Taylorville and Mize and, and get after them last year at times. And, uh... You know, so, so I think, you know, we we have more good players in the trenches, and I think that's the biggest, probably, overall upgrade, you know. And then how we act, you know, I mean, our, our, our program and how we act, how we treat people, how we do academics, all those things, but we're obviously in a whole other uh, state than we last year. All the. New stuff going up. I mean, how important is that for
10: you? I guess, just a sort
24: of program building. It's so huge. We've been here twenty months, and uh, thanks so much to Jeremy McLean, you know, and Dr. Bennett, and now Dr. Joe Paul. You know, since we've been here, now we 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 power washed the stadium. We have put all new graphics and everything on the stadium. We're uh, totally redone the inside of our building. And then we got plans to uh, re-turf the field once the season's over with. So you're looking at over a two-year span, we will have totally upgraded every facility that football touches, uh, along with totally revamping our nutrition program. So over a two-year cycle, we've turned this program into, you know, we've turned it back into being a first-class place.
4: That was Will Hall. That was actually after their... Uh Saturday kind of light scrimmage that they had, I just I laughed out loud at the beginning of that. He walks up to the media, and the first thing he does is start talking about punch shield. He went in there with the plan of, I'm going to talk about special teams. And then he goes, not that we've been bad. It's just, it's just great watching, watching our guys knock the crap out of each other. That is a football dude, and he makes no apologies for it, and I love it. I, mean, I love it. I've been saying it since since they hired him. I think the guy's going to be super successful. This year will be the first step towards that. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to many more years of Will Hall getting us fired up here on Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah, no, uh, no question. Will Hall did meet with the media today and said, Great to have pads on and popping for competition Tuesday which he alluded to just a second ago, just really, really hot, really, really muggy, and it was a day we needed. <laughs> There's some coaches that at this point, you're into game week, would be okay with a little overcast and a little break in the humidity. Nope, that's not what Will Hall wanted today. So they're setting a depth chart. They have a name for tomorrow as well. They had a uh, – wait, wait, today was competition Tuesday – Tomorrow is Workday Wednesday, and they're going to define roles and release the depth chart tomorrow at a Southern Miss getting ready for Liberty. We'll uh, we'll try again on Lane Kiffin when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at (laughs) supertalk.fm.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
1: Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold-certified 172-point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14-day 1,000-mile money-back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money-back guarantee program.
4: Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore of Four Corner
3: Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your
4: trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting
3: track, give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do
17: the work for you under 35 and already losing your hair come on guys you know looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life but you have a choice that your dad didn't have you can choose to keep your hair i'm dr michael kanoski at mississippi hair restoration in metro jackson our new affordable non-surgical in office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair the sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
24: Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing X-Mark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, X-Mark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what XMark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since
23: 1993. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi Agricultural Commissioner Andy Gibson has asked his staff to coordinate use of state fairgrounds well water system with the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency to assist agencies, schools and businesses that have closed due to Jackson's water crisis. According to Gibson, his department is willing to help in any way needed by MEMA. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the drinking water supply in Jackson. The declaration was made on Monday morning upon discovery that there was an insufficient number of operators and maintenance staff at J.H. Huell and O.B. Curtis water treatment plants, as well as low levels of water combined with low water pressure imp- impacting proper sanitation. The order instructs the city of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and contractors attempt to remedy the situation. The Department of Health is currently Currently working with MEMA to identify water distribution sites across the capital city.
0: It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and Supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi. Okay, let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Supertalk Mississippi.
20: as you guys know, one day at a time. And so, you know, we walked through today. A lot of times Monday are shorter practices, but, you know, we've grinded them pretty hard and wanted to have have two physical days off um, in a row after the mock game to make sure that we're getting our legs back before we go, you know, our normal Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday routine. You know, I would say in the mock game, You know, in general, I don't think we played great. I don't think that, you know, as much as we try to create a game day atmosphere and routine and get players to play really hard, um, sometimes this happens without a crowd. Um, You know, so I did not think we played great in all three phases by any means. Um, You know, actually, the other team played harder. And... You know, so we showed them that today. That's why you gotta show up every game, no matter who you're playing. Um, Because, you know, that was our service team and the game was a lot closer than it should have been. And I'll beat you to your first question. So, um, we still have not made a quarterback decision. I thought they both played okay. Um, I would have thought again, we would have performed better uh, in that situation against on the other team, and so we'll keep plugging away. I do not know when I'll have that answer. We haven't even discussed the timeline as coaches because um, it has not emerged um, at all. Coach, just
5: now through another spring, another fall camp, heading into week one of your third year here, just do you like where this – guess the team and program as a whole is heading or going in your third
20: year yeah you know sometimes you reflect on things like you said as you go into third year and the first year being strange with covid for everybody we couldn't really recruit town was kind of shut down and um, you know win the outback bowl and last year to you know win all the home games and success and go to the sugar bowl uh, was really cool so now it's a new year, you know, I kind of, you know, as I thought about that, I, I kind of thought, you know, maybe if you look at my background where I've been, you know, in different places that, you know, this statement may surprise you, probably would have surprised me if I would have said it a long time ago, but, you know, I look at it as you go around town, there's so much excitement about the program, season ticket sales, everything, but I feel like I needed Oxford and Ole Miss a lot more than it needed me and um, so I enjoy it here Um, it's been awesome and it's been really cool now we got to take off from last year and rebuild like we have and now go perform on game days and keep our home winning streak alive, I mean I don't know the stats but it's got to be one of the longer ones around
7: Lane, just with the quarterbacks. Do you envision a scenario where both are playing on Saturday, or are you going to go with one or the other when you do make that decision?
20: I would certainly think we'd go with one or the other, um, but I, do. I don't know that for sure. Because, again, we don't really do things that are set in stone no matter what. We're always looking at whatever is the best for the team. You said you needed Oxford and Ole Miss more than it needed you. Can you elaborate on that? What, did, what was it about it that turns out that you needed I just think maybe that would statement might not surprise people. Um, just when I thought of it the other day, um, I don't know that I would have said that in the beginning. Just from living in the different cities I've lived in, and um, you know, and as you guys know here with Landry moving here and Juice and everything, and just how people are here, it's it's been really awesome for me, and um, you know, has been part of a lot of changes that have taken place personally. Uh, I think it just didn't happen in these two years by chance. I think a lot of it had to do with coming here. Lane, brand new staff at Troy, new
15: coordinators. How have you prepared for them as a team?
20: Yeah, that's difficult because um, you got to watch film from other teams, and that's always a problem in the opener when it's a staff from somewhere else because you're watching the film for skiing, but then you get lost in the players, and then you're like, you're not even playing these players. It's some other school. So that's always challenging. uh, I think, you know, I remind our coaches, you know, in games like this, it's more about making sure we perform really well, do things we're really good at. So regardless of what they do, because we don't know exactly what they will do, you know, our guys know what to do and aren't surprised.
9: How does the confidence
20: you have in this team compare to other teams you've coached here at Ole Miss? hard question um, I mean I think we just kind of went through like the first year being COVID no spring so really had no, hardly any idea um, second year you know a lot more confidence with a lot of guys returning especially the quarterback and knew the defense was going to be improved and this one's a wild card because you just got so many new players and just like I've told you, we go out to Friday, and it's their first Friday with us. We go out Saturday, and all of a sudden, some guy wants to wear a different color shoelaces because that's what he did at another school. You know, well, we don't do that. You know, we have ways we do things here. And so it's just a, it's a constant, you know, coaching every day of these guys um, because everything's new. This is their first real Monday with us. So tomorrow will be their first real Tuesday. Saturday will be their first game. So I I don't know that confidence is the right word because there's so many wild cards, especially on defense. I think you kind of just answered my question. You said
12: before the preseason started, before the fall camp started, about meshing the cultures in a short period of time because of all the new players. How's that process gone?
20: Well, I think it was really good. And I thought they bought in. They did a good job when it came to meetings. Um... You know, understand how we do things. It's just everything's new because again, they haven't gone to a game league, you know, and they hadn't done a mock game. And so, I think where I was feeling better, then it's just a reminder. We go out to warm ups, and you know, guys don't even know where to go to warm ups. You know, obviously we told them before, but until Saturday morning, don't know how we even warm up for a game. So it's just it's very unusual because again, normally in these things, you just have your high school kids coming in for the most part, and. They, they don't really play significant roles, 90% of them usually, and so you know they just kind of look and follow. Now we got guys starting that everything's first for them.
24: Lane Troy's got <clears throat> disruptors, if you will, all over their defense. I, mean, I know you've watched film on them. What are, what are some concerns that jump out to you?
20: Well, I think the unknowns of exactly what scheme they're doing. Um, and these guys forever – have had really good players a lot of Alabama kids um, Hess liked that today when I told the team that this morning, hey Alabama kids are tough man, you're going to see a lot of them And so Hess got all excited even though he's not playing so he said he appreciated that um, but you know I don't know what what was it, three years ago or whatever when they beat LSU you know these guys have always had really good players that play really physical and have good length and as one of those teams you're not real excited about uh, scheduling
5: anyone else other than Hess that you ever ruled out officially uh,
20: um, Breed Love um, would, would definitely be out for, for a while and you would already know and Brown and Jaden Dix and Ray Fenson. A lot of the guys that you've been holding out throughout the
4: fall is that or are they close to 100 percent now? Was that more precaution stuff?
20: Yeah, I think we we'll know today was a walkthrough. We'll know tomorrow. Um, you know, we anticipate you know the guys that have been hurt a little bit in camp um, all being able to play Saturday. Obviously, you guys lost some impact players off defense and you look at what sam's doing in
16: dallas and both of your linebackers look like they're going to make nfl teams how's that come along in terms
20: of not just replacing the bodies but just that level of production and leadership that you got from those guys a year ago yeah those guys were great players and you know you look at our scores and at the end of the year we played really good defense you know and won a lot of games or won a number of games there because of our defense at the end. We were not playing like we normally play on offense and a lot had to do with the receiver injuries and, you know, so uh, that, that does not surprise me. You know, I think that people probably point more to the offensive guys that you lose just because it's a quarterback, but you know, those are really good defensive players and watch Mark Robinson miss a half of the bowl game and then how he played in there and there's a reason he got drafted you know coming from a walk-on running back just two years ago from I think Austin P. or something so um, Chance obviously was a special player all around and Sam's really like our poster child we preach to these guys about maturity and how to practice how to play compared to how he was initially and and how people can change how kids can change
4: So that was Lane Kiffin yesterday with his media press conference. We will hear from Mike Leach in the 5 o'clock hour. We will unpack some of what Lane Kiffin had to say. If he can get past kind of the monotone delivery, there was some interesting information in what he had to say yesterday. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and SuperTalk TV. We will be right back.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, lane's looking pretty good. However, still a lot ahead of me. Traffic out by Madison High School and 55 north and southbound getting downport on. So traffic is uh, slowing down in that area. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2.00% on a 12-month yield. Federally insured by NCUA. Call 601-664-2085.
16: Com.
13: You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs.
14: I've another good one for y'all today. Our peanut, butter, and jelly dog.
13: Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business.
3: Holy frickin' drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million
13: people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. American small business
12: booms on TikTok. Get the buck to stop when you shop the Hunting Appreciation Event at Gattis McLaurin Feed, Seed, Hardware and Mercantile September 8th through the 10th. The entire store 10% off. Live entertainment, free food and beverages, prizes, great deals all day long. Like generic Roundup two and a half gallons 79.99, Rice Brand 50 pound bag 9.89, 13 13 13 50 pound bag 15.99, and corn for 8.50. Get the buck to stop when you shop the Hunting Appreciation Event September 8th through the 10th at Gattis McLaurin Feed, Seed, Hardware and Mercantile since 1871 in downtown Bolton. We'll see you there.
8: When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent Ortho Care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood. Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent OrthoCare. It's a wrap.
7: This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. You can't make it in life without making good choices. Choices like living healthy, going to school, taking care of your family, and insurance through Farm Bureau. With their exceptional customer service and competitive insurance rates, they're a good choice anyone can make. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi.
10: Hey, guys. What happened?
0: What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
4: A couple of folks on the ceasefire text line um, saying that Lane Kiffin sounds a little or a lot like Nick Saban. I don't understand the woe was me part of it, though. What's that? Yeah, I think he was just kind of talking about his team. Um, so there are a lot of people that have talked about something that he said early. In that press conference yesterday where he made the reference that, you know, probably wouldn't have said this a couple of years ago, but turns out I needed Oxford and Ole Miss a whole lot more than Oxford and Ole Miss needed me. Is that like a peek behind the curtain for Lane Kiffin? It's an interesting comment. And, it, it you know, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting comment for me for the timing of it. Like that feels like something that you say in late November when you're being linked to a bunch of other jobs. To just drop it here, you know, a week before the season starts. I don't I don't know. I am one of these guys that feels like, you know, with with, with these high level coaches, everything they say is kinda of calculated. It has a, there's a reason behind almost everything they say. I, I don't know what the reason behind that was other than just to, to maybe just to tell people, Hey, I'm really happy here. They're, they're, I mean it, there might just be some genuine feeling behind that. Does that mean he, he now is going to stay at Ole Miss forever and he's going to pull a Sam Pittman and add a non-compete in his contract and say hotty toddy forever? No. I, I mean, I like if the Carolina Panthers came open, I feel like he'd be gone tomorrow or, or a handful of college jobs as well, but... I think it stands to reason that when he took over the job at Ole Miss... Remember what Ole Miss football was? He Remember, he took the job before COVID hit. December of 2019. Remember what mm-hmm. Ole Miss football was? It was Elijah Moore doing the fake dog pee thing and losing a game. The fans didn't care. There was no momentum. It was an afterthought. And then COVID hit. So he moves to this place that already had bad fan morale and then you're not allowed to go anywhere or do anything. And on top of that, his kids are, what's L.A. to Oxford, 2,000 miles? Or is it less? It's less than that. Four figures of miles away from him. So he is alone, where the government is forcing him to be alone, isolated in a town that has no football morale. And even on the big game weekends, right, nobody's allowed to be there because everything was shut down. So his first year, even though the team was interesting, he didn't get to really feel like he was a part of something because nobody was allowed to be a part of something. Now that things have opened up a little bit, suddenly his daughters moved in with him. He said last week or two weeks ago that his son wants to move in with him, and now he gets to be dad on top of football coach. And when you're dad in a town like that, you suddenly kind of have to be a part of a community. And it sounds like he might actually like it. I think that's genuine. Does not mean he's staying forever? No. But I don't think he's lying or, or anything. It, maybe he's just telling the truth. 1,877 miles. So, so almost 2,000 miles away. That distance has gone to zero for at least one of his children. That changes perspective a lot. Yeah. And interestingly, it's probably where the similar, uh, similarities end. But if you drew a straight line from Oxford to Los Angeles, they are on an almost identical latitude. It's crazy, yeah. You go a little bit north to get on I-40 to head west from Memphis, and then you go like straight through Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, a little piece of Nevada, and then all the way across California, and then you go south just a little bit on whatever interstate that is. You might have seen my eyes roll. It's because when I put in Oxford to Los Angeles, evidently there's an Oxford, California that's not too far from Los Angeles. And that's like, Oxnard. No, it wasn't. It said Oxford. I'm kidding. And I was just like, seriously? I don't I don't care where Oxford, California is. Gosh. Preemptive on the answer to the quarterback question. That was funny. Probably not going to play too. That was funny. And then his reaction to the injury question. <sighs> <laughs> That's why I'm so glad we do this on video now. That 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 will showed me
8: how to put those things <laughs> that, on. That is my
6: kids coming to me saying, "Dad, I need a favor." That is what that
5: that yeah. reaction was
6: like. <laughs>
5: oh God, what? what?
8: I don't
4: I don't believe his answer on quarterback. I just I, sat I, down. What? I don't believe him. I think that he would no. have preferred there have been more separation or whatever. But I think he knows exactly who he's going to roll out there first on Saturday. And I think he knows that that guy is going to play the majority of the snaps until the game gets out of hand. I don't think that they are considering doing a dual quarterback system where one gets one series and one gets the next because they know who they're going to start. And for whatever reason, just like in 2020, he's just not going to tell anybody that.
22: Yeah, no.
4: And I, I will happily come that. here next Monday, and if I'm wrong, I would – Hand up. I was wrong. I had a bad read on something, but that's my read on it. Oxford's latitude is 34.3668. Los Angeles is 34.0522. Very close. Pretty close. Very close. Pretty, pretty darn close. Five o'clock hour coming up. College football fixes next. Then we'll hear from Mike Leach and more on this Tuesday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
22: This is a Fox News Alert. I'm Rich Denison. Mikhail Gorbachev, who served as the last president of the former Soviet Union before its collapse in 1991, has died.
10: He was perhaps one of the most influential reformers in his time. His policies of perestroika, or economic and political restructuring, and glasnost, or openness, served as a hinge on the door for major changes in the former Soviet Union.
22: Fox's Brett Baer. Gorbachev, was 91 years old. President Biden was in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania this afternoon discussing his proposals to reduce gun violence. He's calling for a ban on assault-style weapons.
8: I did it once before! <laughs>
22: And I'll do it again. The president also saying there is a need to increase funding to hire more police in an effort to strengthen the public's trust in law enforcement. This is a Fox News Alert.
0: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
5: along with
9: takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
22: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
2: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in
5: Ridgeland. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. As the city of Jackson faces its second water crisis in a span of just two years, the State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the city's drinking water supply. The declaration was made Monday morning around 10 o'clock upon discovery of an insufficient number of operators as well as maintenance staff at both the JH Fuel and the OB Curtis water treatment plants. Low levels of water Water and low water pressure was also discovered at both plants. The order, which will be in effect for at least 120 days, instructs the city of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and other contractors come in and attempt to remedy the situation. When a full list of water distribution sites becomes available, you can find it on supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell.
18: Jackson State is just five days out from their season opener versus Florida A&M. And head coach Deion Sanders is having to move his team off campus due to the water crisis in Mississippi's capital city.
23: So right now, we're
15: operating in crisis mode. I got to get these kids off campus, the ones that live on campus, the one that lives in the city of Jackson into a hotel, and accommodate them um, so that they can shower properly and, and take care of their just needs. Make sure all our kids are fed. And all our kids have the necessities of life for the next several days until this crisis resides. That's what we're operating in right now. So we're going to find somewhere to practice, find somewhere that can accommodate every darn thing that we need and desire to be
19: who we desire to be, and that's dominant. The devil is a you
15: ain't going to get us to baby?
18: This is the second time since Sanders became the Tigers head coach that a water shortage has ensued.
19: Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement.
2: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myElementWealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar
3: inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort, where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the south's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind and head to Pearl
8: River Resort.
21: rebecca turner it's mississippi's radio happy hour weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m right here on super Talk jackson 97.3
0: i can't believe what i'm hearing this is sports talk mississippi right here on super talk mississippi
4: clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, Super Talk TV, and of course on the great Super Talk stations all across the Magnolia State. Thanks for being with us. Alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. It is good to be with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, told you a million times, make it a million one. Home of Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Two 18-hole championship golf courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas, in spectacular condition. You can book a tee time. You can plan a trip. When you go there, be sure to check out the Pro Shop. Great merchandise there. That's dancingrabbitgolf.com. Dancing Rabbit, part of Pearl River Resort. You can join us on the ceasefire text line. Stop spacing out, hey, Dad. 601 879 4395. You told me earlier. You ratted yourself out. I'm I'm listening. Nope, you ratted yourself out earlier. Ceasefire yeah. uh, text line 601 879 4395. And ceasefire, they're in search of the ambitious, the curious, the norm breakers, the never settlers. They love to innovate and live to make technology faster, smarter, better, and more accessible every day. You can work in the field of cutting-edge technology with one of the best mid-sized companies in the U.S., according to Forbes magazine. It's more than a job or a paycheck. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. Aspire to more. See slash careers to apply today. Time for the College Football Fix. Now.com. That's where you go to start your search. Again, BuyFordNow.com. You can check out all the deals that are going on at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. If you don't stop there, you can test drive whatever it is that you're looking for. Maybe it's the 2022 F-150 or an Explorer or the really cool Ranger or maybe a car. Whatever it is. Check them out. 5fordnow.com Test drive at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So, Vorky, why don't you walk us through this? In terms of starting quarterbacks announced, open competition still going into week one and how the transfer market plays a role. Yeah, shout out to uh, Hey that's friend Brandon Marcello for uh, the extended stat of the day. Quarterbacks in college football are not coming where they used to come from. There have been 121 starters announced in college football, 10 more open jobs, one of which in Oxford, one of which in Baton Rouge, although you... They know who they're going to start. Just and, haven't announced Brian it yet, Kelly said as much. He said, yeah. yes, we have made a decision on who we're going to start. We're not going to tell you who it is. We think it's a competitive advantage to keep that close to the vest. Of those 121 announced starting quarterbacks, mm-hmm. 59 of them transferred to that school. 59 of 121 is good for 48.8%. Now the kicker is... Nine of the ten open competitions involve at least one transfer. Wow! I wonder what the one is. I don't know. Uh, I, need, I need to find that. That's going to bother me. I got to know. I got to find that out. I, I don't know what the one is, but uh, and thirty-four of those fifty-nine transferred for this season. So another fifteen. So, so, so when these last handful of battles are decided the likelihood is over 50% will be transfers that are now starting, and a third will be transfers from this year. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. And and there's more in-depth stats, you know, power five, not power five, uh, whatever. I, I think the point stands, and for what it's worth, I mean, 68% of the the starters that will transfer came from Power 5 schools. So Power 5 transfers. What I think this has the potential of doing, though, is leveling the playing field to some degree. To some degree. Because instead of the high-level programs, take Ohio State for example. Quinn Ewers went to Ohio State. He wasn't going to play this year super talented quarterback, right, was going to be buried in Ohio State's depth chart. Instead, he's a starter at Texas, of all places. Ole Miss gets a transfer. But it's not just Ohio State, Texas, and even an SEC West team. Great quarterback play can be an equalizer for lesser talented programs. I mean, I've said the same thing about Miami. I think Tyler Van Dyke gives... Miami a chance to level their playing field against Clemson and Texas A&M because he's a better quarterback and that elevates that team above what the rest of the roster is right now. I think now that these talented quarterbacks are not patient and are going places where they can play right away, it spreads the talent more evenly across college football and good quarterback play elevates teams that may be lacking in roster somewhat. And yet, and yet, if you look at the top ten, you have number one, Alabama, with a quarterback that they got out of high school. You have number two, Ohio State, C.J. Stroud, high school, Stetson Bennett. And all over the place, I guess Stetson Bennett would technically count as a transfer.
7: Transferred away,
4: transferred back. He was Georgia Junior College back to Georgia. Clemson at number four, DJ Uyangalile. He's been a Clemson guy all the way. Who's starting for Notre Dame? Notre Dame guy. I forget his name at the moment. Oh, gosh. I feel stupid. I had it memorized. But remember Justin Fields at Ohio State? I mean, they had good seasons under him. He was a transfer. No, no, I'm just talking about right now. Um, Texas A&M looked like they were going to give it to a transfer. Didn't. Haynes uh, Haynes King's the starter. Cam Rising at Utah. He's been a Utah guy. Michigan with two out of high school, and they're going to play both of them in the first two weeks. Oklahoma has a transfer with Dylan Gabriel. And Baylor, I think think is going to start Blake Shapen. I believe that is accurate. Um, And Gary Bohannon has entered the transfer portal. Where did he end up? He's starting somewhere, isn't he? Uh, He is at South Florida. Yes, he is expected to be the starter at USF. Sure is. So... And I was thinking uh, about this, too. Like, FAMU, when they played North Carolina well, their quarterback was a Vanderbilt transfer. And it's it's different. You know, it's FBS to FCS and all that, but he is a guy that they can't recruit and sign otherwise. Just can't. UConn with a, a Penn State guy. They, they're they not beating Penn State for a quarterback ever, but they got one anyway. I, I like what this is doing, I think, for programs like that. I like what this is doing. Or what it could do, I guess, is what I should say. And yeah, it's funny, when you look around the SEC, right, so Alabama homegrown starter, Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson out of Sardis, Mississippi, North Panola High School, Auburn starting a transfer, Florida, Anthony Richardson drafted there, or drafted there, He's gonna yeah. be drafted. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Committed there. Yeah. Georgia Bennett. We talked about that. Kentucky a transfer and Will Levis. LSU a transfer. Ole Miss probably a transfer. I mean, you said it yesterday. Jackson's not starting. Ole Miss gonna be starting a transfer. Right. Mississippi State guy they recruited. Missouri had a guy transfer out, but it's a the guy they recruited. South Carolina with a transfer, Tennessee with a transfer, Texas A&M almost with a transfer, Vandy, one of their guys. It's about half and half in the SEC. Exactly the trend. Which goes to the national trend as well, about half and half. And if you go to the the Power Five specifically, so you're talking about 65 schools, 58 starters announced, seven quote-unquote open competitions – 26 of the 58 starters announced their transfers. It's about 45%. 15 of the 25 are from this past cycle. 21 transferred from other Power 5 schools, two from the Group of 5, and two from JUCOs. And one from the FCS. That's what you got. And that's at Washington State is where he went. Yeah. Yeah. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. We'll hear from Mike Leach coming up next.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, Lane's looking pretty good. However, still a lot ahead of me. Traffic out by Madison High School and 55 north and southbound getting downport on. So traffic is uh, slowing down in that area. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2.00% on a 12-month yield. Federally insured by NCUA. Call 601-664-2085.
10: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at binnelson.com
11: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi
5: This is Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson.
0: What's new, Dave?
5: New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody.
8: If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
2: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday night starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Can you feel it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. What
15: you
14: quarterback? I know was really
15: last year. I think they're all good. I mean, they've got most of their guys back, too. I think they're a good team. I think they have good speed. They've got some big guys. And then I thought that... Uh, their quarterback had an impressive uh, first year, and so I'm sure he's better than he was last year. Uh,
10: last year, that game against Memphis was one of the ga- one of the games where your offense kind of got to a slow start. You had a few of those last year. I guess, well, what do you think the key is to getting that offense maybe a bit more uh,
15: consistent, like throughout a game, and, and as opposed to last year? Do you think experience kind of plays a huge role in that? Well, I think experience helps. I think, but you got to utilize it, and then I think that. You know, we've had good practices, so we got to, you know, mirror what uh, we do on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when we do it right. And then I think that, you know, we got to go out and play well. That's the biggest thing is not get too sidetracked with uh, anything they're doing. Just uh, have a uh, really hard focus on us and what we do, you know.
4: John. Do you think you all have an extra chip on your shoulder heading into that
10: game, considering how last year's ended?
15: Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, we had some guys that I think uh, uh, I think we had some guys that uh, you know owed uh, Memphis more respect than they got, and then uh, and we've got to make sure that uh, you know that's one thing. But then the other thing is, is you know, I mean, if you take pride in being a good football player, you should do it all the time. It shouldn't it shouldn't be dictated by the opponent. It should be dictated by you want to be the best person you can be. And then, I, of course, I get a kick out of, uh, you know, somebody talks about being in the NFL and all that other stuff, and they practice one way and they talk about the NFL the other way. I mean, you know, I mean, there's none of this is a do over. They, they just cut you, you know, and then, uh, and, you know, I mean, if you want to develop yourself into a special player no matter where it is and it doesn't really have anything to do with the NFL as far as I'm concerned because um, wherever you're at if you're doing something if you're investing the time to do it you want to do it the best you can and so that should, that should be enough if it's not and they want to draw from some chip thing go ahead but it better be making them better well, I mean, have you, you kind of
10: alluded to it there a little bit, but in practice, for the guys that played big roles in that game, did you, do you use how last year's went at all as bulletin board material for them?
15: Not really. I'm not a big bulletin board guy.
24: Steve? Coach, you've had some time now to kind of see the transfer portal in action. You had several players leave and several come in. How do you feel like maybe your team has been impacted by the transfer portal now positively and maybe negatively as well?
15: I, I don't see it having been negative. I do think that uh, the transfer portal is a very reckless uh, approach, um, you know, the, in its current condition. I mean, I think they, nothing you know, transfer if you want, but there ought to be a window Uh and then, for the most part, uh, we left. Uh, we lost either two types of players, um, you know, the type that uh, one didn't belong here, or two that were great people that just wanted an opportunity to play more. And uh, and uh, then I, you know, I've been excited about the guys we have, and in some cases we'll see how they do. Uh, but we've been excited about the ones that uh, we took. I don't, uh, and I guess we'll see how it plays out. I don't see it as a a total problem solver. I think it can't be ignored as a resource, but I think that, um, uh, you know, you want to build your team around guys that you've worked with uh, since they got out of high school, you know, that really have an attachment and a unity to the program and, uh, you know, the, the university.
10: Like last year, I think you believed after the game that that punt return was officiated correctly. Have you looked at that play? Have you have you changed any opinions on
15: it? I think I think you could categorically, um, uh, I think you could categorically, uh, uh, without getting in trouble, without any of that stuff. I think you could categorically assume nearly entirely the opposite, and I never said that.
3: coach uh, Rufus Harvey listed first on the depth chart and then I I know a couple weeks ago had a really good scrimmage and he's been one of those guys you really praised throughout camp. What's he
5: done this offseason that's kind of elevated him into more playing time this year?
15: Uh, He's played well for a while you know I think he gets better and better all the time I think he you know he's the biggest thing Rufus brings is he's really excited to play he's incredibly excited uh, to play football and uh, um And, uh, uh, yeah, just his eagerness and his thrill of playing the game, I think, is is, uh, one thing that's contagious. I think it helps him play. I think those are the kind of guys you want out there uh, that love football for the sake of football. And, you know, Rufus is all of that.
5: Coach, I know you've been doing this a long, long time, uh, several decades now, but still the first week of the season and the first game of the year. just what, What's kind of
4: your
24: uh, excitement level for this? And maybe on your uh, – you know, I don't know what your favorite days of the year are. Maybe where, where is it at on, on that scale? But just your excitement level, you know, even after decades of doing it.
15: Um, uh, oh, sorry. Um, really just to play. You're just excited to play. I mean, games are the best part of it. That's what you work towards. And then also – I mean, there's a point uh, to where uh, there's a point to where um, uh, you know I think that uh, you're tired of playing each other. You want an opponent. You want to play uh, uh, somebody different, and you want to you know I mean there's a, uh, you get to a point where everybody knows everybody so well. You want to test it out on you know, something outside that you don't see as often. And so I think we're all excited about that.
9: What do you kind of make of that competition at right tackle between Cameron Jones and Albert Reese?
15: I think that they're both good players. I think they both do good things. I think uh, Cam's got experience. Albert's really strong, long arms, and and put together well physically. And, uh, uh, you know, I think the combination of both, both of them, they'll both play. You know, I don't um, – you try to have three to a side. And so I think uh, uh, both of them will play significantly. We didn't
10: see uh, Jaden Crumity out there too much those last couple weeks of practice. He was listed as the start on the depth chart. Any expectations on having him available this season?
15: Yeah, we think he'll go out there and uh, have a great season. So. Steve?
24: often the best evaluators of defense or offensive coaches and it seems like from our point of view that this may be the most talented defense you've had since you've been at Mississippi State what are your thoughts about your defense maybe have you seen them improve this year
15: I think they play together better you know they've logged some snaps with one another I think they play together better I think they play with more precision some have gotten bigger and stronger which I think is good and uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think they're better than they were last year, but now they've got to prove it. They've got to go out and play that way. Did you uh, evaluate your
24: kicking game going into the game week and how much progress have they made uh, since last season?
15: Uh, Well, I I think we're better. We kind of only have one direction to go. We did a good job kicking it through the end zone, but we need to be good at kicking it uh, through the sticks, and so we'll see how that goes, you know.
14: The receiving force went a little bit up and down this offseason. Where would you say that they stand right now as a whole?
15: Well, I think they're average. You know, they can prove otherwise. Right now we're average. Mike, this is your uh,
10: third year here, and a lot of those young guys that you had that first year, now they're older, more experienced. Would you say this is the most confidence you've had in a team at Mississippi State compared to the other two heading into a season?
15: I think that's accurate. You know, we're not a real old team yet, uh, but we are an experienced team. You know, we've got uh, a number of guys that have started for two years, so I think they're bound to improve.
10: Going back to the wide receiver question, uh, you talked about the three-horse race with Ra Ra, Justin, and uh, Tulu on the depth chart. You have Ra listed as the start of the other two, kind of um, as the or for their for the backup. Did, did something separate Ra Ra in the last week of practice that, that you felt comfortable with that move?
15: I think all three of them are in a pretty stiff competition, and that's kind of a day-by-day thing, uh, you know. And so we'll we'll see how they do. I think there's uh, we got three quality guys, but. Uh, you know, as far as to, you know, we're looking for somebody to aggressively try to take control of that position. And right now, you know, I think between the three, it's it's kind of a coin flip. So we'll see how it unfolds.
3: Last year, speaking of Ra Ra, he made kind of an immediate impact as a true freshman. Are, are there any players that have stood out to you in that in that class, the freshman class, that could kind of do the same thing that he did and make an impact this year?
15: Uh, It's too early to tell, maybe, you know, I think uh, we'll we'll just have to see. Um, I wish I had a better answer. You know, sometimes you see those guys, they do something good in practice, and, you know, they're either better or worse than you expect.
24: just kind of getting back to the, the Memphis thing you, you always want to be excited to play that first game does it help to have an opponent that you're familiar with or maybe a team that left a bitter taste in your mouth to kind of get the guys to lock in or, you, or do you just expect them to lock in for anybody
15: well if they if they don't lock in you got the wrong guys if they don't have the lock in you got to kind of adjust the depth chart or find other guys you know and then uh and so, you know, those that aren't locked in, we're going to try to, we'll try to replace them if, uh, if that's the case. But uh, I'd like to think that's not the case.
4: How's Mike Leach yesterday, categorically, 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 and I never said that. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We'll be right back.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
0: with
17: yours. Hey guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments get amazing results. So guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
7: Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company.
13: We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein. I'm Rachel.
6: And I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds, gauge rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at
7: the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the perfect diamond
13: to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape, in price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford. If you found the love
8: of your life, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because she's a keeper. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony
17: Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and com. At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi
5: News. As the city of Jackson faces its second water crisis in a span of just two years, the State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the city's drinking water supply. The declaration was made Monday morning around 10 o'clock upon discovery of an insufficient number of operators as well as maintenance staff at both the JH Fuel and the OB Curtis water treatment plants. Low levels of water and low water pressure was also discovered at both plants. The order, which will be in effect for at least 120 days, instructs the city of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and other contractors come in and attempt to remedy the situation. When a full list of water distribution sites becomes available, you can find it on supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell.
19: The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs, and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org.
18: I listen to it at work. At
0: work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo?
18: Yes, sir.
4: Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us. As a uh, lifelong Arsenal Cannons fan, I'm excited about the uh, 4-0 start in uh, Premier League play and uh, looking forward to the match with Aston Villa tomorrow. Uh, and my secondary team, Tottenham, off to a good start as well. How's um How's Chelsea? All right. Well, First off, first off. You cannot have Arsenal and Tottenham. You can't cheer for both of them. That's like cheering for State and Ole Miss. No, it's it was even worse. It's like cheering for Israel and Palestine. Oh, they, they, I'm, there is I'm no. The rules. I'll let you know who my team is. Yeah, there's no way you can have both. For now, for now, I'm an Arsenal cannon. Fan. Am I seeing that my Arsenal Gunners are on top of the Premier League? The cannons are still looking good. There you go. They're still looking good. I actually have a. Random soccer question for you. Okay. Chelsea lost today. Your answer, by the way.
6: They, they, yeah. I'll they come lost.
4: I will come through that plate glass window. I'll do it. There's two layers. Three. Okay. how many layers do I have? At least five. By the way, Pretty I don't know what glass. the equivalent of this is in college football. Bournemouth Bournemouth. Uh lost nine nil last week. That would they be fired like fired their manager. Yeah. That would be like losing sixty three nothing. Yes. Yes. And he is the first manager in the history of the Premier League, mm-hmm. or Premier League if you prefer. The Premier League. To be fired in the month of August. Really, I thought that Tottenham fired their manager. Maybe, maybe he may have made it to September last year.
18: Yeah, it must it was have early, been
4: early September. very early. Yes. What Only was the your the random question? Mm-hmm. Was that it? Oh, no, no. The, the random question was, do they sell out every game at every stadium? No. Okay. No. Like, Manchester United was playing Liverpool, and I know that's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Packed, though. 75,000. Yeah. Electric. Yeah. And all you've done is tell me how Manchester United is not any good. Well, they're trying to figure it out. Perhaps they're doing it. Well, so you got to pick Leeds, by the way. I don't know why you haven't gone with Leeds. Are you American or not? Uh, Leeds is the most American... Leeds is like the Steelers. I just don't know if they get staying power. They are. They are no, they don't. But they are a industrial, grinded out kind of place. American do, do, co- I mean, they're the real-life Ted Lasso, man. But their coach is less goofy. Good, do, do you know how good it makes me feel to drop a piece of analysis like they just don't have staying power? There you go. Only to have Brian Hayden go, yeah, you're right, they don't. You're right. You're right. They don't. It's yeah, like, count out Brendan yeah. Aronson and Tyler Adams and the American I count coaches. them out categorically. Categorically. All right, so did Mike Leach ever say that he thought the no. punt return was officiated correctly? No, he said that that's what the, the officials told him, that they had reviewed the call. <laughs> he did not say that, I thought that was the right call. Yeah, and I remember people were upset with yeah, Mike Leach farther, yeah. that, that he didn't challenge it, but how can you expect a coach to challenge something when he is told by the challengers, yeah. we looked at it? Yeah, exactly. I remember that, that people were so mad. They're like, why didn't he challenge? Because he was told by the refs we looked at it. Categorically. God, I remember that. That was, as the, Mike Leach press conferences that
6: only discuss football go, relatively engaging. He, um,
4: It was funny watching. I think it was Parrish that, that asked that question. It was. And as he sat there... He will start to answer a question, but he doesn't get to the punchline of an answer until he's fi- until he's figured out how he wants it. Yeah. And with that one, you could literally sit there and watch the hamster wheel spinning inside his head. He was trying to say, "What can I say to not get fined?" Yes, I don't want to get fined. Do you get <laughs> fined for anything when it's a year later? Possible. I mean, if you came out and said,
6: "Yeah, the referees—they were terrible," you would probably get fined. So, yeah. was that? Were you in Starkville yesterday, asking transfer portal questions on game week? What's wrong with you?
4: It's game week. I did like no, what he that had. Was, that was decidedly not me. <laughs> I did like what he had to say about uh, his answer about uh, uh, paraphrasing the question, like revenge against Memphis or whatever. Decidedly, 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 revenge against Memphis, Porky. As you are, <laughs> look at this guy.
7: I'm gonna cry. <laughs>
22: I'm out! They mute me! I can't even talk! No, don't no, mute him! He's in high
10: pitched voice!
4: <laughs>
13: Categorically.
4: <laughs> I gotta save this clip and in case state loses to Memphis. <laughs> Could've just put that back out there on Twitter.
9: <laughs>
4: why? Why why would state loses to one why would I be laughing? Well we got the Richard ring and the cowbell. Oh my gosh.
15: <sighs> Okay, you gonna be all right? Though? I don't
6: know if that round two's coming now. <laughs> Borky, he was
4: asked about a revenge game against Memphis. As you were, uh, and his answer, he was asked kind of about the same thing twice. And the first time, he said, um, "Well, what we learned last year was we had some guys that didn't take them seriously, and then later on, again, I'm paraphrasing, but it was essentially." Um, if you have to, like, if you need a certain opponent to get up, you shouldn't be a football player anyway. And I, I liked that. I thought that was, That's a that good was pretty answer. good. I, That's I liked a good answer. both of those. He said, if I need to, like, show you special things to get you to focus on Memphis, do I even need you on my team? I thought the you comment. Get 12
3: of these.
6: I thought the comment that some of the guys last year should have had more respect for Memphis was sort of telling, too. You know, I hadn't heard him say that before that, that maybe they some of those guys feel like they overlooked them. You
4: can't you can't overlook Is them? Is that revisionist history though?
6: It could be construed as such, I think, but if he's telling the truth,
4: he's
3: telling the truth.
4: No no
19: I understand that
4: and, and I, I, I'm just wondering if like a year later he's still searching for a way to explain it beyond we got screwed by the officials. But they didn't play well. They didn't play well in that game, no. Right. So they gave away two touchdowns in a game they lost by two. They missed a field goal. They got they didn't score when they were inside the five yard line. I mean, they just played poorly. I got asked by somebody the other day, and he said, "If Mississippi State goes seven and five, depending on what sports you look sports book you look at," he said. If State goes one above the over-under, which he said was six and a half, it may not be that. Either it is way. six and a half. So if, if they go seven and five, he said, should I be disappointed? So a guy that lives down the street, State fan. And I was like, well, what does it look like? Are they competitive? Are they consistent? Do they just lose to Arkansas but play well? Do they lose to LSU but play well? It's just the SEC West and you have Alabama and Georgia on your schedule and you have to play Arkansas, who's going to be better? You have to go to Ole Miss. You have to go to Kentucky. You have to go to Baton Rouge. It's a tough schedule. If they are more consistent and they go 7-5, and five, I think you should be able to swallow that just fine. But if they go 7-5 and five by losing at Arizona when they turn the football over too much or missing five field goals in Baton Rouge and they lose by one and they lose the Egg Bowl again and aren't competitive, that's different. Yeah. It, the record does not tell the story about what is or is not an acceptable season for them this year. I think consistency matters more than record to me, if that makes sense, because of the schedule and how it shakes out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's very fair. That's very fair. But at the same time, you know, you, you bring in a coach like Mike Leach and you expect to improve. You're paying him at a rate, you know, that you expect improvement. And he's getting a rate. You, you you got, uh you know, you got improvement in year one to year two. You went from four wins to seven. Totally acceptable. Nobody likes the way the season ended, but it is what it is. Seven and six is better than four and seven. It's just not it's just not unreasonable to, to to tell Mike Leach, we expect you to be better this year.
6: You bring back almost your entire team, you got a ton of experience. Yeah, the schedule's tough, but buddy, the schedule's gonna be tough every year. That's
4: part see, of the see job. See.
16: Part of the right job the that you
4: took. So if yeah. you, you can squeeze one more win out. You uh you, you owe Borky a thank you. I owe Borky a lot of things. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah, I, I think know. so. Okay. Debatable. Uh normally you are you're bigger than I am in the camera framing and the <laughs> way that it works. You look like a munchkin man. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. We gotta figure out the lighting in this studio too. I I I, I look like pasty white, fluorescent, forehead, shiny. You whatever. look like or you are? No, I think it's I think it's the fluorescent lights. I'm I'm not my, pasty white. My my beautiful olive complexion is really coming through on this
6: camera. I need to I need Houston. I need I need these cameras at Starville. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you do.
4: Strike a pose. There's nothing to it. Vogue. 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 I don't even know what we've done here at the end. You did it. We are <laughs> ready for foosball season. Yes, we are. Sports Talk, Mississippi. We'll be right back.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland. They're on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Whitgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident Lakeland northbound just before River Oaks. Also an accident on 55 southbound before Fortification Street. And scene delays 55 northbound in Madison County at Highway 463. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shops. There the metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217.
10: At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA-recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC-certified mechanics, so you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule.
17: Nobody cares
5: like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile
2: the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturers suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability made or See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends
8: 9 22
12: The MEC Tour is coming to a city near you. In early 2022, MEC released the Securing Mississippi's Future Vision for Economic Growth report, incorporating findings from 51 focus group-style meetings conducted across the state. The report identified a lack of qualified workers, promoting career awareness and readiness and our ability to retain and attract workers, along with other important concerns. We'll discuss these insights and more at the MEC Tour event near you. The MEC Tour is sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Register today at MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
23: Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy.
0: You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: High school football has returned, and Supertalk Mississippi has you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Supertalk station across the state. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Supertalk Mississippi app. And be sure to check out the scoreboard preview show Fridays at 6 o'clock, and the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show gets started at 10 o'clock goes to 1130 on Friday nights anywhere. You can watch or listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, you can catch Thunder and Lightning live with Brian Haydad It's across the entire state. Thunder and Lightning covers Mississippi State like no one else. And Of course, you'll still be able to get daily Thunder and Lightning episodes as podcasts wherever you listen. Did you pay attention through all of that? I heard the last read for sure. I figured you. Uh, I figured you did. <laughs> um, one hundred teams. <laughs> we got six minutes. Let's do four teams. Go. We we can do two in this window. I think. You think? I was I hoping you so. would. I was hoping you wouldn't say anything, just so that at the end of the show, I like, Bork, you need to do five teams tomorrow. That will literally be all day tomorrow. Yeah. So you, you, when when. Hey, Dad returns on Thursday, and I return on Friday. We should anticipate being completely caught up. Uh, I, I'll fi- uh, no, actually, no. Um, we'll, we'll have to do some. We don't rit- have time Marie. to preview State and all Miss on Friday because we got to catch these teams. Catch up. these teams up. <laughs> so.
16: This day is bananas. B A N A N A S.
3: 100 teams in 100 days. Okay,
16: ready? Three, two, one, go! It's the final countdown!
4: 100 teams in 100 days. Team number seven.
6: Texas Longhorns. You ever needed proof that FBI is messed up? They're seven.
4: Oh. Hey, by the way, Clinton's speaking of four. soccer, Francis just scored a goal. Hey!
16: Oh, hey, hey. hey.
4: There we go, getting live updates. Uh, the Longhorns of Texas, five and seven last year. Year number one for Sark. This is year two. He's got a new quarterback. Stands to follow. Isn't it crazy how it works that way? Yeah. Uh, Quinn Ewers has come back home. He was so good when he went to Ohio State that he's got uh, got two snaps last year. Two. Or three or something like that. Played in one game. But the, uh, the mulleted quarterback from Texas is back home, and he is going to save the day at least until Arch Manning arrives. That's the plan. Um... I don't know. I'm kind of picking on Texas because everybody else does. I don't hate Texas the way lots and lots and lots of people do. And I happen to think that Steve Sarkeesian is not only going to win, but win big. And I don't mean like in a Texas is back kind of way. I mean like he's a really good football coach and a really good play caller. And if he is allowed to continue to do his thing and build it the way he told Chris Del Conte he was going to build it, then Texas will be in a good place. Now, Texas is moving to a more difficult league in a couple of years. I don't know what that is going to do for the progress and the process. I do know that B. John Robinson is really good. He's tootling around Dallas or Austin in a Lamborghini after rushing for 1,127 yards and 11 touchdowns. I mean, if V. John Robinson gets a Lamborghini, can you imagine what Ricky Williams would have gotten? Oof. What would Ricky Williams' vehicle of choice have been? That lowrider that Cheech and Chong tooled around in,
5: probably. Did <laughs> you, you see
4: Ricky Williams driving an El Camino?
6: <laughs> Rolls down the like window com- and
4: it's just smoke. Completely tricked out El Camino. Yeah. Uh, Casey Thompson transfers to Nebraska and um, put up good numbers, but lost. Yeah. Hudson Card, a lot of people thought was going to win the job, he did not. They get some dudes back on the defensive side. Texas opens the year this weekend against ULM. Four teams then it tomorrow. Gets real. Four teams tomorrow, Borky. You got to get four. I'm ready. All right. Alabama in week two, then UTSA, then they start Big 12 play at Texas Tech. Red River rivalry, that's October 8th at the State Fair in Dallas, 118th meeting. Texas may actually be a fun team to follow this year. Texas, team number seven on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Michael Borky's got you tomorrow. Dad will be back on Thursday. I'll be back on Friday. Good night from the Pearl River Resort Studios.